Hey guys, welcome back to another week of This Is 30, and this week's episode is entitled Anxiativa. So I pretty much mashed up anxiety and sativa together, so obviously you know what this conversation is going to be about, but I just really want to preface this episode with saying thank you so much for hanging in there with me and being a dedicated and loyal fan base and a loyal audience to me. I started Speak Your Truth podcast two years ago and it's grown so much. And the fact that you all are still listening to my thoughts with this bonus series and these bonus episodes, I'm so grateful and thankful that you all are still, you know, caring about what I have to say every single week. Um, But this has been an exciting journey and I'm glad to share share my thoughts every single week. So let's just dive right into the episode. So if you're like me, when you get a little older or if you have kids, your anxiety kicks in really bad. And sometimes it's just really inexplicable. Um, all the time when my son leaves me and I'm like, OK, call me when you get there. You know, I'm telling it to the adult because my son is only five. And when they don't call me. I automatically assume the worst. I know I'm not the only parent that that does this, but I just think the worst. My anxiety is just so bad. And with everything going on in the world with COVID-19, with black people being savagely killed by police officers, it's scary to drive in certain neighborhoods. It's scary to drive at night. Uh, You don't, you know, you taking your mask off. You don't want to go anywhere. Although some people are out here and they're just living their lives they're partying it kicking it going to concerts without masks more power to you but i just i take a little bit more caution than that um my health is so much more important than a concert that's not gonna pay my bills it's not going to do anything for me okay it's one night of a good time but think about you know COVID 19 and african americans we are dying but that's a whole nother story. What I really want to talk about right now is ways that people are coping with anxiety. Now, some people smoke weed and it helps. It really does. It, it really does help. Um, depending on the type of person that you are and the type of personality or anxiety that you have, sometimes weed or alcohol or whatever can exacerbate that. So it may not be the best way for you to kind of calm your mind down. But for others, smoking weed definitely calms down the mind, the overthinking. You can manage your breathing a little bit better and you just relax. You mellow right on out. The kids are going to bed and then you can just kind of sit and chill um, and be with your own thoughts. And your thoughts are a little bit more realistic when you're calm. So what I do is, you know, I wait till my son goes to sleep. You know, I roll up have a little bit and I relax. I do some deep breathing. I do a little bit of meditation. Sometimes I'll pray and I'll talk to God. And it's just a way for me to be mindful of who I am, what I'm doing. Sometimes I get really down on myself about, oh my goodness, you know, why is my 
business not taking off as quickly as I would like it to? Or how can I grow my business? How can I become a better parent? Um, Or sometimes just being stressed out about work. Like some of us really hate our jobs, but because of COVID-19, we really don't have another alternative because it is nearly impossible to find a job right now. So some of us literally are trapped and then we get trapped in our thoughts and then we get trapped about how our bills going to get paid. How am I going to get my kid the new PS5? How am I going to celebrate my birthday? All of these things that we cannot control and we worry about them. I know I'm not the only person that worries about finances every day. Even with the savings account, things pop up. So my son had to get his tonsils taken out. I am anticipating a very hefty bill for that surgery. So there are things that are out of our control that we worry about often and worrying definitely leads to other health issues. You start, you can, some people start not taking care of themselves. Some people become depressed. Some people lose their hair and some people quite frankly lose their mind. But um, if you're not into, you know, smoking weed or whatever, or you want to ease into it or you're interested about it, I would definitely recommend doing some research on some CBD alternatives or some natural oils um, or some type of meditation to really put you at peace and calm your mind if you don't want, uh, you know, to like try to find a weed person and all, all of that craziness. <laughs> Um, especially if you're not a smoker. So it is not um, my intent here to convert anyone into a weed smoker, especially if you're living in a state um, where marijuana isn't quite legal yet. So um, I'm just kind of throwing that out there in in case the SCC is listening to me, um, that in no way I am telling people to pick up the phone and go buy marijuana, but it definitely is... um, a great alternative to help calming your anxiety down. Now, I would say that I would argue that people say that smoking weed um, is an addiction. And I haven't seen that. I've never seen anyone addicted to it. I can't say that I've known anyone personally that would sell their possessions for it. I can't say that it changes your thought process and that you start caring. So a lot of people, even famous people, smoked weed to get in their zone. Look at New Edition, look at the Beatles, look at Jimi Hendrix. Now, of course, they went off the deep end and experimented with other things, but they were rich and that stuff was easy, easily accessible. It was easy to come by. But for us regular degular Joe Schmoes, Um, We have our marijuana and our gummies and our CBD and our oil. Sometimes oils, if you rub it on your temples or put it in your bath, it will calm you down. So think about Bath and Body Works, how they have the aromatherapy collection and they have things like stress relief and sleep and calm. There are specific types of oils or natural herbs in those products that are supposed to help you do what it says on the bottle. So things like joy, I mean, you can't really, you, you can't really find an herb for that. I mean, unless it's like a, something that kind of like makes you giddy, like laughing gas, but things like sleep and calm and stress relief. Yes, you can definitely find natural ways to really get into those states of mind. For me, I'm way more productive 
I'm way more creative. Um, I write my books that way. <laughs> when people, when I have like a brain fart and I and I need to feel inspired, I turn on some music and I light up and I churn out my best work, my best blogs, my best everything, my best marketing plans for my business. Um, I have, you know, maybe a cup of coffee too sometimes in the morning. I'll go out and I'll say my daily affirmations for the day, reminding myself to trust the process and, you know, that today is going to be a great day. I'm going to be relaxed. I'm going to be calm. So I really, um, don't appreciate when people talk down. Look, somebody is driving past with a very noisy truck. Lord Jesus. Um, I really don't appreciate when people talk down on those who decide, you know, to try a different alternative like smoking. And it's like, all you do is, is smoke all day and this and this and that. And it's like, I can't, you know, people that smoke all day, that's none of my business. Everyone has their reasons. But as it pertains to anxiety, you know, one or two times a day is enough. I mean, if you have chronic anxiety, you definitely don't want to smoke your problems away or avoid them. Um, but moderate to like low anxiety, okay, you know, maybe you freaking out about somebody not calling and you calling and calling. And it's like, okay, go somewhere and calm yourself down and then try to do it again later. But for very chronic anxiety, I would definitely recommend still um, talking to a therapist because you don't ever want to go off the deep end with any kind of drug or alcohol or some type of uh, what's perceived as an unhealthy coping mechanism. But I say all of that to say is, sis, we do so much. We are business women. We are mothers. We are everything. We're always on go. And there's rarely a time that we get to just sit down and have something for us because we're too busy, you know, being wives, girlfriends, mothers, what have you. Like, we, it's time for us sometimes to take a little bit of time for us back so that in the morning, that 30 minutes that I have, I get up, do my treadmill, and I go on my porch, and I just listen to nature and try to be one with nature and calm myself. That's typically how I want the energy that I want to give off for the rest of the day, having a great day. Even when my son is being stinky with me and he is throwing tantrums, is I still want to stay in that state of peace. I still don't, you know, it helps me to not react to him when he's throwing tantrums. I can be calm with him and it confuses him. It definitely confuses him. And later on, he'll apologize like, mommy, sorry for being rude. I love you. And it's like, yes, it's great. You know, Um, some people will ask too, like, well, what if your son grows up and he wants to smoke weed? And I'm like, well, there are definitely worse things my son can be doing than smoking weed. Um, he definitely can be smoking crack, doing coke, doing whatever. Um, and marijuana is, I wish all states would legalize it because it's a plant. And I really feel like, well, now we're, we're, in, a, we're in about five years ago, this is what, what I thought. I thought that, you know, the only reason that it was illegal, marijuana, not the other drugs, was because it was not taxable. Now, when you look at states like Illinois and California and Nevada who are selling it recreationally and charging 
and up to 10%. I think Chicago is about 15%. So they're charging more just for recreational use. So people are paying nearly double for something that they can get off the street for, you know, less, obviously. So the government is definitely raking in on this. And that's the only reason in my heart, I feel like it was illegal. There are so many uses for it. People make clothing out of it. You have lotions, you have lip balms, you have, you know, like wellness, well, helping agents to help you with wellness. The plants have number of uses it can heal. So seeing that it's not man-made, you know, like crack, you make crack, you know, you make heroin, you make these other drugs, okay? Other drugs like opioids and narcotics and things are manufactured, but this comes directly from the earth. And um, I just don't understand why it hasn't been legalized yet. And even back in the 80s when Reagan kind of just gave it a bad rap, made all the folks in government war on drugs and weed is making us do all of these things and weed is is making people kill and all of that and that was, that's just so untrue. It's very helpful. I'm an advocate for it. Um I wish I lived in a state where it was legal. <laughs> but I just want to go on the record saying that however you deal with your anxiety, you're not alone, you're not weird, you're not a drug addict. If you do choose to smoke marijuana to get by, I'm with you. Um, I do recommend maybe one to two times a day. Otherwise, I mean, it is, I mean, it is recreational use, but you just don't want to sit around smoking weed all day, especially if it makes you sleepy, because then you'll get nothing done. If you're one of those people where it kind of amps you up, then I would definitely recommend maybe once a day because you don't want to be jacked up on weed all day and then you can't focus. Your brain is scattered. All right. Um, With that being said, you still want to be healthy because you are still inhaling a product directly into your lungs. So you want to shy away from those tobacco type products like Swishers and Dutches and all of that stuff. And you want to use more natural products like paper or the cones that aren't so harsh on your lungs. So you still want to be educated about it while you're kind of having fun and relaxing, but still be educated about it. Um... I, after turning 30, I mean, I tell you, I just really don't care what people have to say about it anymore. I don't care what people have to think about it because I am a grown woman. Um, I am a busy woman. I have multiple jobs, but I'm doing all of this work to eventually make my money work for me, to make it work for itself. And um, I'm stressed. You know, I have a lot of stress. I have a lot of demands on me with that. So that comes naturally. So uh, any minute that I can kind of get away to myself, I really appreciate those moments where it's just me and God and I'm talking. So with that being said, I'm going to leave that episode off Uh, this episode off with this note where it's like, sis, do what you do. Do not worry about judgment. If you have anxiety, a lot of people, especially other black people, whether it's in your household and your family, they don't understand what anxiety is like. Uh, They don't understand what depression is like. They don't really, a lot of African-Americans don't grasp the seriousness of mental health and mental wellness. So, 
I say to you, kudos to you for recognizing it, for understanding it, and coping with it the best way you know how. So we're all in this life together. We're living it together. And, you know, no one of us can tell anyone else what we're doing is wrong or how we're coping is wrong. So anxietyva, I'm all for it all the way. I definitely... um, I'm excited to still, you know, talk about it and be an advocate for it. Can't really do so out loud, uh, mostly because I live in a state where it isn't legal. But for those of you who are lucky enough to live in Illinois or Cali or Denver, wherever, uh, Colorado, I meant Denver, the city, uh, more power to you. So I'm going to leave you all on that note. I appreciate you for tuning in this week to this bonus episode of This Is 30. Next week, catch me again. I'm going to do this every single week. And I love doing it. I love talking. I love sharing my insights. I'm still raw. You know, this is still, you know, spinoff of speaking my truth and talking my shit, you know, but it's just on a different level, more intimate level with me getting into my head. So on that note, I'm going to leave you. Um, Love yourselves, ladies and brothers if there's any brothers out there loves your, love yourselves love on each other 2020 definitely has not been playing fair i love you all i appreciate you all and i will see you next week